0: She's a vanaprastha devotee, very mature, realized soul, Ramila Devadasi, Hare Krishna. Thank you very much for being with us today. Recording in progress. Oh, Jaya Radhamma, Vishnupad, Paramahamsa, Paravrajigacharya, Asatara Satyashri Shemad, His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta, Swami Maharaj, Bupadiki, jai Iskan founder, Charya Prabhupada ki jai, Anantakoti Vaishnava, Rindu ki jai, Namacharya Shilaharidas, Takur ki jai, Prem Krishna Chaitanya, Prabhu Nichananda, Shri Ray Tikadadha, Shivasadi Gorbakta, ki jai, Shri Shri Radhakrishna Gogopina, Shayamakunda, Radha Kunda, Giddi Govardhan ki jai, Vrindabindam ki jai, Mathura damaki jai, Nabudri Mayapur damaki jai, Jagannath Puri damaki jai, Gangamaya Jumuna Devi ki jai, Tulsi Devi ki jai, Bhakti-devi-ki-jai, samaveta-bhakti-vrindu-ki-jai, jai, Samaveta Bhakti ki jai. All, glories to All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to Sri Guru and Goranga, All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Namo om Vishnu Padaya, Krishna Prashtaya Bhutale, Shri Mate Bhakti Vedanta Swami, Niti Namane. Namaste, Sarasvati Deve, Gorvani Patarni, Nyavasas and Yavadi Paskatyade Satarni. Vande, day, Hamshi Guru, Shi Utah, Padakamalam, Shi Gurun, Vaishnavam, Sri Rupam, Sagrajatam, Sagana, Raganatam, Vitamstam, Sajivam, Sadvaitam, Sadvadutam, Padijana, Sahita, Krishna Chaitanya Shri Radha Krishna Padam Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakam Vitamshya Banchakapa Chubas Chaki Pusindavi Abhatapati Tanam Pavanavio Vaishnavavavio Namo, Namah Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya so it's August 25th, 2022, from the Bhakti Center in New York. And reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 10, Chapter 7, Lord Krishna shows the universal form within his mouth. We're going to be finishing up this chapter, reading Texts 50 through 52. Chapter 8, right? Chapter, chapter 8, Ten. Canto 10, Chapter 8, Texts 50 through 52. That's correct, yeah? Yes. Okay, <laughs> I don't want to find out I prepared for the wrong verse. All right. Asviti uh, Asviti <laughs> Utah Sabagavan Prajona Mahayasha. Nagne nanda iti kyato yasoda sadara Astu. When Brahma agreed, yes, it is all right. Iti Thus being ordered by him. Saha. He drona. Bhagavan. Eternally, the father of Krishna, Bhagavan's father, is also Bhagavan. Vrajay, in Vrajabumi, Vrindavan. Dronaha, Drona, the most powerful Vasu. Mahayashaha, the very famous transcendentalist. Gnagnay, appeared. Nandaha, as Nanda Maharaj. Iti. Thus, Kyataha is celebrated. Yashoda as Mother Yashoda. Sa, she, Dada, the same Dara, Abhavat appeared. It's interesting, this word Kyataha is celebrated yesterday. Uh, I met uh, a doctor called Khyati, which is, she told us, Gujarati for famous. <laughs> so Srila Prabhupada's translation, when Brahma said, Yes, let it be so, the most fortunate Drona, who was equal to Bhagavan, appeared in Rajapura, Vrindavan, as the most famous Nanda Maharaj, and his wife Dada appeared as Mother Yasoda. Srila Prabhupada's purport. Because whenever Krishna appears on this earth, he superficially needs a father and mother. Drona and Dara, his eternal father and mother, appeared on earth before Krishna as Nanda Maharaj and Yasoda. In contrast to Suttapa and Prishni, they did not undergo severe penances and austerities to become the father and mother of Krishna. This is the difference between Nichis Sitta and Sadanasita. So I've been asked... To read the next two verses as well. So text 51 Tato Bhakti Bhagavati Putri Bhute Janardane Dampachor Nitaram Ashi Gopa Gopi Shubharata. That's Prabhupada's translation. Thereafter, Omar Parichit, best of the Bharatas, when the Supreme Personality of Godhead became the son of Nanda Maharaj and Yasoda, they maintained continuous unswerving devotional love in parental affection. And in their association, all the other inhabitants of Rindavana, the Gopas and Gopis, developed the culture of Krishna Bhakti. Srila purport. Although when the Supreme Personality of Godhead stole the butter, yogurt, and milk of the neighborhood Gopas and Gopis, this teasing superficially seemed troublesome. In fact, it was an exchange of affection in the ecstasy of devotional service. The more the gopis and gopis exchanged feelings with the Lord, the more their devotional service increased. Sometimes we may superficially see that a devotee is in difficulty because of being engaged in devotional service, but the fact is different. When a devotee suffers for Krishna, that suffering is transcendental enjoyment. Unless one becomes a devotee, this cannot be understood. When Krishna exhibited his childhood pastimes, not only did Nandamaraj and Yasoda increase their devotional affection, but those in their association also increased in devotional service. In other words, persons who follow the activities of Vrindavana will also develop devotional service in the highest perfection. And text 52 Krishna Brahmana Adesham Satyam Kartum Vrje Vibhu. Saharamo Vasams chakra Tesham Priti Swali Laya. Thus, the Supreme Personality, Krishna, along with Balaram, lived in Vrajabhumi, Vrindavana, just to substantiate the benediction of Brahma. By exhibiting different pastimes in his childhood, he increased the transcendental pleasure of Nanda and the other inhabitants of Vrindavana. So, I would like to focus on. The fact that Sukadeva Goswami is saying that by the association of Nandamarj and Madhya Soda, all the other inhabitants of Rindavana developed the culture of Krishna Bhakti. And relate this somewhat to two other points. Uh, one that Srila Prabhupada is making about the difference between Nitya Siddha and Sadhana Siddha, and also about this concept of devotional service, that the apparent suffering in devotional service is also ecstasy, and that one can understand this if one is a devotee. All right. So this association of devotees, we know, is something that is very important. Satam prasango mamavirya samvida and here we're reading that even in Vrindavan, even in Krishna's pastimes in Vrindavan when Krishna appears, that this association of devotees is crucial, that the association of Nanda and Yasoda, who are eternal devotees of the Lord, they're eternally the Lord's mother and father. Uh, they they haven't fallen and have to come back to the position like uh as Tutapa and Prishni they come and by their association they enliven all the other residents of Vrindavan. And this is true at every stage. If we're going to ask, you know, is there is there one thing I could do that would really make a huge difference in my spiritual life? And I like to tell this story that there was a factory that had a a big boiler It provided the heat and the energy for the various machines. And it was a fairly new boiler, but it it wasn't working properly. And the company kept calling in different people to repair this boiler, and they would work on it, and it, it, it wouldn't work. They weren't able to fix it. And the company president was exasperated and didn't know what to do so he asked among his uh, other employees do you know of anybody who's a good a plumber HVAC person who can fix our boiler and one of the employees said yes I have a, a good friend who's expert so they call in this expert and he goes to the boiler and he has a little hammer and he's banging on the boiler in different tap 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 And after about a half an hour of doing that, uh, then he finds a particular place where the sound was a little different, and he hits it hard with his little hammer. And then he says to the company manager, he says, if here's my contact information. If the boiler is still working in two weeks, let me know, and then I will send you an invoice. So after two weeks is still working so he sends him an invoice for $5,000. And treasurer is the financial officer is $5,000. So he discusses it with the company president and the company president says ask him for an itemized invoice. So the financial officer contacts the plumber and says, can you send us an itemized invoice? So the plumber sends back he says for Hitting the boiler, for tapping the boiler, $5. For knowing where to tap the boiler, $4,995. So, knowing where to tap it, what to do. We find in the teachings of the Bhagavatam, the teachings of Rupa Goswami, processes are given for attaining to perfection. Right, There's four main processes, right, karma yoga, detached work, dhyana yoga or meditation, gyan yoga, philosophical detachment, and bhakti yoga. And of course, sometimes these are combined. Like if you read Lord Kapila Dave's instructions on sankhya yoga, you'll see it includes everything except for karma yoga. It's got meditation, it's got philosophical detachment, and it's got worship of the Lord. Uh, so it's got elements of bhakti, gyan, and dhyana, mm-hmm. And we have like karma-mishra-bhakti, gyan-mishra-bhakti, yoga misra bhakti etc. Yeah. So there's different processes. And then, of course, Krishna says, yoginam api-sarvesham madgatan antaratvana, sradhavan bhajateyamamsalat meyukta tamo mataha, and bhakti-mama mbhijananti, yavanyas chasmitatvatat tomam tatvatogunatva mishate taranantaram. So Krishna is declaring that of all the four processes and any mixtures of them, that bhakti is supreme if we want to fix our boiler, (laughs) if we want to attain enlightenment, if we want to go from being a conditioned soul to being a sadhana siddha. But then in bhakti there are so many processes. There are 64 processes, as I said, given by Rupa Goswami, Prahlad Maharaj identifies nine processes, ravanam, kirtanam, samadhanabandhanam, padasevanam, etc., in his discussion with Hiranyi Kashipu. So there are those lists, and then there's different discussions in different places in the Shastra uh, of different processes for within Bhakti itself. Then Rupa Goswami gives, among the 64 Angas, he says that three are most important, and those three have to do with sadhu-sangha, and that is taking shelter of a spiritual master, taking diksha from a spiritual master, and following the instructions of a spiritual master. So he says those are the most important among all the sixty-four angas. So it's possible to attain perfection just by following the Ratheya It's possible to attain perfection just by drinking a little turiyamrita. Still, he says these three; these are three most important, and they're all sadhusanga. Then he gives five most powerful. And uh, these five are also, in his list of 64, there's a number of them that are very similar to each other. So among these five most potent, they all they represent various limbs of bhakti that are similar to each other. And this is chanting the holy name, living in a holy place, especially the Mathura area, worshipping the deity, um, studying the shastra, especially the Bhagavatam, and associating with devotees. So we have associating with devotees as the three most important and as one of the five most potent. And then we will find it's included, like if I'm going to holy places, I'm supposed to go to holy places to associate with devotees, as Prabhupada said, not just to take a bath like one of the animals there. If I'm worshipping the deities, I must be instructed in deity worship by a spiritual master. That it there implies that there is the association of devotees, chanting the holy names, uh, especially Sankirtan, of course, is done in the association of devotees and studying the Shastra. Particularly, Rupa Goswami is saying studying the Shastra in the association of devotees with like-minded devotees. So we see that this association of devotees uh, permeates the five most potent items of devotional service. Of course, one could also say that the most important thing to do is to chant the holy name and to chant the holy name with attention, However, to chant the holy name and to chant with attention requires the association of devotees. However, to get the association of devotees does not require chanting the holy name. So we could make the argument that the association of devotees is the key. I have found uh, in my own spiritual life that the jet fuel for me to advance spiritually is association of devotees. And we're seeing that this is operating at, at every level. It's operating when one is an aspiring devotee. It's operating when one is a perfect devotee. It's operating when one is you know, working in this, this world, trying to enter into Krishna's pastimes. As in today's verses, it's operating when one enters into Krishna's pastimes in the material world. And it is even operating in the spiritual world among the perfected devotees. And uh, it's interesting that Srila Prabhupada, in his Purport to Nectar of Instruction, text 4, he says, the International Society for Krishna Consciousness has been established to facilitate the six kinds of loving exchanges among devotees. He's, He's saying that's its purpose. And of course, one of the seven purposes is to bring the members closer to the prime entity Krishna and closer to each other. Prabhupada also says in that same purport, Nectar of Instruction, Text 4, the life of the Krishna conscious society is nourished by these six kinds of loving exchanges among the members. So, association of devotees is done in a particular way. It's done in terms of these, of these six loving exchanges. So, what are the benefits? Why is, is it that associating with devotees is so powerful? And how do we associate with devotees? So the benefits, and I'm sure you can think of others. These are, are some I, I thought of from uh, Srila Prabhupada's instructions, the instructions of our acharyas and the scriptures. But as a, again, I'm sure there there are others. So one is we have an example. You know, without the devotees, it's, it's very hard to understand. Like let's say that we... That in the shastra there was there were no narratives of people practicing spiritual life. Let's say the shastra was just some rules and some processes. That was it, and, and a description of the result. But there was no, um, there were no examples. It would be extremely difficult, right? If, if especially because devotional service is an action. Anushilanam, it's something one does. So, if we're just learning something theoretical, some theoretical idea, even then it's helpful to have an example. What to speak of if we're trying to learn a skill, if we're trying to learn something that we do. I, I recently uh, taught iskon Hermeneutics, we'll be teaching it again uh, in September online and uh, where I recently taught it was, was kind of a a small private situation to some very senior devotees and I was asked well can't you just give a lecture and you know give an hour lecture <laughs> I said well normally it's a 16 hour course and you know these are senior people and they're very knowledgeable and they're very expert in what they do and they're very busy and you know, why does it need to be so long? And I said, well, this is a skill. And for a skill, you have to practice it. I said You can't just be taught theory. You know, the theory is fine. But you have, to, you have to practice it, and you have to practice it with a teacher to give you feedback. You know, if you're going to teach someone how to play a sport, you know, teach someone how to play tennis or swimming or whatever, you know, you, you need to watch somebody so my, my oldest son and, and his kids, are they very much like tennis. And they observe, they like to observe expert tennis players, how they play. And then they can watch. Oh, they do it like this, they do it like this, they do it like this. And then they have a, a, a trainer, they have a coach. Uh, actually, a couple of my adult grandsons are, are tennis coaches. And the, the person comes to you and they do it like this, do it like this, do it like this. And then she, this is, I'm doing it like this. Watch how I'm doing it. Now you do it. And this is how we learn a skill. Right? There's kind of a process. uh, Dr. Bruce Wilkinson breaks it down to, I tell you, I explain it to you, then I show you, then I do it with you, then I watch you do it, then I give you feedback, and then you do it on your own. And this this feedback from a coach, those who have studied how any of us learn a skill, having an example of a coach and feedback from a coach is is absolutely essential. Otherwise, you'll be practicing something wrongly. Deharmita Swami likes to tell the story of how when he read about that we should eat the remnants of food offered to Krishna before he was with the devotees, he he would cook things in a pot And then he would take all the food out of the pot and take whatever was burnt on the bottom and offer that to Krishna and eat that and throw the rest away. (laughs) So, you know, one has to get proper instruction. Another benefit is we please Krishna by pleasing his devotees. And this is true everywhere. If you want to make me happy, the best way to make me happy is to make my children or my grandchildren or my great-grandchildren happy. Make my friends happy. You'll make me happier a lot faster by making my my grandchild happy than you will by trying to make me happy directly. This is just nature. And we're like that because Krishna's like that. Another thing is we please Krishna by our cooperative attitude. Lord Vishnu tells this to the Prichetas, the ten brothers. He was very pleased with their cooperative attitude. And this point was something that Srila Prabhupada made repeatedly. That we needed to have a society of love and trust, we needed to cooperate with each other. Now, one will argue, well, you know, sure, I'd love to be cooperative, but not with so and so. And it's a fact that association with devotees means to associate with people who are like-minded. like minded. Like Yumuna and Dinatarni were living in their own ashram, just the two of them. And some devotees were criticizing, you're not getting devotee association. And Prabhupada told them, he wrote to them, so we still have the letter, he said, if you have association of two devotees that are compatible, everybody will make advancement, and if you have 200 devotees that are not compatible, no one will make any advancement. So in the spiritual world, there are groups. I mean, here we're talking about Krishna's parents, so I'm sure that there, there's many devotees who are elders and acting parentally towards Krishna, but... You know, there's different groups. I'm sure there are some who are more inclined to Krishna, some who are more inclined to Balaram. You know, there's the the those who are in the paternal mood, those who are in the maternal mood, and again, I'm sure there's groups. We know among the young lovers of Krishna, there are many different groups, and they don't all agree about how to please Krishna. They have different views as to how to please Krishna. So they have different groups. The cowherd boys also have different groups. Some of the cowherd boys like to argue with Krishna. Some of them are very submissive. Among the servants, there are different groups. Among the cows, there are different groups. I was just at Gita Nagari, and they said that they separate cows into different pastures because cows are very social animals, and if they have all the cows with all of the cows, uh, then they're fighting. <laughs> so uh, they separate them. So there's different, there's different groups. So cooperation uh, doesn't mean that I have to uh, live in the same room with everybody. But Srila Prabhupada wants us to cooperate and he doesn't want us to be criticizing. Somebody may have a different mood, somebody may have a different vision, somebody may, you know, they may have a different take, and as long as they're you know, not violating the, the principles of Krishna consciousness, we should be cooperative and respectful, not that the way I see it is the only way. Now we also associate with devotees to practice life in the spiritual world because in the spiritual world everything is conscious and everyone cooperates together for Krishna's pleasure. And in the verses we're reading today, this is Krishna's pastimes in the material world and Srila Prabhupada says in Krishna book in the story where the cowherd uh, men are seeing Vaikuntha in the water after the lifting of Govardhan Hill Leela where they're thinking, I wonder what is our destination? And uh, Prabhupada says there that generally one who perfects their sadhana or nearly perfects their sadhana, they enter into Krishna's pastimes in the material world for further training. So that's what's going on in today's verses that Nanda and Yasoda are training, they're practicing for their life in the spiritual world. Then we also got a lot of inspiration from other devotees, we get inspiration when we see how they just. Uh, yesterday, I was taking my daughter to the dentist, and she was talking to me about how she has been dealing with a particularly difficult situation. Um, kind of an extraordinarily, I'd say, out of a scale of one to ten, with ten being the most difficult. I'd say it was probably about a number eight, <laughs> and. The example of how she's dealing with it, how she understands it, was was so inspiring to me. I thought, wow, you know, she she is really living the Krishna conscious philosophy in her understanding. And we get inspired by that. We also get inspired by how other devotees are attached to Krishna. Right? Somebody talks about Krishna with so much love and affection and, and we just like, oh wow, I, I want to love Krishna like that. I want to be attached to Krishna like that. And this is true even at the level of very advanced devotees. In fact, at the advanced stages of sadhana in Raganuga sadhana, so Raganuga sadhana is a practice of, it's still practice devotional service, but it's practiced by one who has understood something Prabhupada said, something of their eternal relationship with Krishna. And when that happens, the impetus for bhakti changes from primarily uh, philosophy to primarily attachment. There's some attachment from the beginning, of course, and philosophy continues, but it becomes much more, I'm I'm serving Krishna because I want to love Krishna in a particular way, rather than I'm serving Krishna because I am convinced uh, that Krishna consciousness is the right thing to do. And... How does the practice itself differ in Raganuga sadhana? So there's two ways that it differs. and one is that one especially does the items of bhakti that nourishes their eternal relationship. But the other way that's germane to today's discussion is that one especially meditates on, reads about, talks about the other devotees who are similar to oneself, We're talking about compatibility. And if one is inspired to be in the role of like a mother of Krishna, then one will specifically meditate on Madhya mother Soda, Mother Ohini. Prabhupada writes about this in 10.9.3. But this is a general principle of Raghunuga Sadhana. So in that way, one becomes inspired. And Rupa Goswami, in explaining what inspires us in bhakti, he says, well, there's Krishna himself, Uh, that's the technical term, is vishaya of the alambana of the vivabha. And what also inspires us are devotees who have a mood similar to ours, and the technical term for that is the ashraya of the alambana of the vivabha. And devotees who don't have a similar mood to us can also inspire us in bhakti as what's called udipana of of the vivabha, which means a general stimulus. Like one can be inspired by seeing Krishna's peacock feather, one can be inspired by hearing the philosophy of Krishna consciousness, and one can be inspired by the devotees in general. So how do we associate with devotees is explained in the Nectar of Devotion, text 4. We give them prasadam, especially prasadam and the, that they like, <laughs> that Krishna would do this, Mahaprabhu would do this, and we accept the prasadam that they have given us with gratitude, with appreciation, with love. We give them gifts that they like, that are useful to them, and we accept their gifts uh, with gratitude, with appreciation, with love. Gifts are not only tangible objects. Gifts can be of, of time, of energy, of care. And we uh, hear them revealing their mind, and if their revelation of their mind is disturbing, we find Krishna in it somehow. <laughs> Even if they haven't found Krishna in it, we do. And we reveal our mind to them, ensuring that we reveal our mind to others in a way that enlivens them. So this is how we associate with devotees. And then we also become, just like in today's verse, especially in the Purport 251, uh, we also become enlivened. And this is true of the practicing devotees, and it's true of the perfect devotees. It's true of the uh, Nitya Siddha devotees, their they're, uh, stimulation, their vibhava in the alambana category, in the ashraya category, is their other uh, advanced devotees like themselves. And then Prabhupada makes the point here that uh, one thing we will understand is that this so-called suffering, what does Prabhupada say, sometimes we may superficially see that a devotee is in difficulty Because of being engaged in devotional service, but the fact is different, when a devotee suffers for Krishna, their suffering is transcendental enjoyment. Unless one becomes a devotee, this cannot be understood. So I saw this with my daughter yesterday. I experienced that, that she was finding happiness in in great difficulty because she was seeing Krishna there. So we can understand this. Uh, Prabhupada says one cannot understand this unless one's a devotee, but we have uh, some idea of this even materially, that let's say i love somebody and i am busy doing something for them let's say i'm i'm helping to plan some major event you know their wedding or their 50th birthday party or or something like that and i may there may be suffering involved with this and there may be difficulty but because i'm doing it with love i'm relishing that suffering i mean as i said i took my daughter to the dentist yesterday she had she had to have two wisdom teeth on one side of her mouth removed, and uh, we were having some difficulty getting the medication for her, and it was a—it a really a big deal. It required lots and lots of phone calls to the doctor, and it was this problem and that problem, and my daughter couldn't do it. I mean, she couldn't even open her mouth and, and speak. <laughs> so I was the one making all the phone calls and... That we kept getting disconnected and we kept getting to the wrong person, and they were giving us the wrong information. And then the pharmacy said they didn't have them. I mean, it was just, it was suffering. <laughs> it was definitely suffering. And, you know, I got in the car to go pick it up, and then as I'm going to pick it up, they call me and they say, We're having a problem, and I have to get out of the car and I have to go back. And, you know, finally I got it late at, at, at night. So that was suffering, but because I love my daughter and I care about her. Uh, it was also relishable. And my daughter's daughter, my granddaughter, kept saying, You know, Grandma, we're so happy that you're here. We're so happy you're taking care of this. I'm glad that you're willing to deal with this difficulty and make sure that my mother's taken care of. And, and, and that was the happiness. The happiness, you know, in fact, we feel we, we like to take trouble for those we love. Taking trouble for people we love is a great pleasure. It is. You shop for someone you love, you cook for someone you love, you clean up the kitchen for someone you love. It's a great pleasure. And we learn this in the association of devotees because they love Krishna. And by their association we learn to love Krishna. And therefore our, our so-called austerities, you know, sometimes non-devotees see the life of austere devotees and they're astonished and, and you're like, I, I don't feel that I'm doing any austerities. But <laughs> because we feel that love for Krishna. Uh So this is our our key to our spiritual life. Undoubtedly our key is the association with devotees and how we associate devotees and uh, how wonderful it is to associate with devotees. So we have some time, not much. We have about seven minutes. If anybody has questions or comments... Oh, goodness, we have ten things in the chat. Um, Adipusha, we have a question here from Adi Prabhu. Yes, Adipusha Prabhu. Krishna. can you hear me? Yes. For class, very <clears throat> fantastic. You made some really nice points about uh, how association with devotees fits into all the different forms of, of worship of Krishna and the service to Krishna and how example is higher than precept, and that, you know, just telling the philosophy without telling example of somebody who's applying that is a little dry and not as powerful and convincing. And then you know, saying something, really made some really good points about how we're inspired. One of the principles of association become inspired by how somebody's doing. I wanted to ask you a question about a kind of a hot-button word in regard to association of devotees. Robert calls this thing Purva Paksha, you know that Purva Paksha, the scientific term, means he gives a class, and then he tells the complete opposite, right, so association with devotees, being close to devotees, being influenced by devotees, and the purvapaksha is, ready for this word? Yeah, yeah. Privacy. Okay. Privacy. Right? You privacy. You know that? Privacy. You know, as soon as somebody, since... I need my private... What are they doing in the dark? <laughs> Why do we want to hide what we're doing, or be away, wave put make the door close, get the walls up, get at a distance, and then what happens? You know. So the opposite of association. Do pri- you say something about the danger, or the how we have to be careful about privacy? Well, we that, let's person. let's talk. Let's talk briefly about the benefit of privacy. I think it depends on the person. So, you know. Indrajit Swami once wrote in his diary that he sat in a garden alone for 10 minutes and realized it was the first time that he had been alone in 4 years. And I thought if I if that happened to me I I'd go crazy. I'd go completely crazy. I I actively need alone time to recharge actively. I mean if I if I don't have some private time I I can't function. And that private time doesn't have to be alone in the dark. When I was traveling constantly, ironically, my private time was in airports when I was surrounded by thousands of people, but nobody knew me and nobody was talking to me. So, um, you know, (laughs) that... uh, But we're we're different. And we also do need time with Krishna, our our japa time especially, I mean, we may chant japa in a room with other devotees, but that's not required. Our, our japa, very specifically, is our private time with Krishna. And we may have private time with Krishna on the altar when we're taking care of the deities. That may be also a private time that we're being with the Lord or taking care of the deities in our own home. You know, we can't take care of the deities without devotee association because we won't know how to, and we can't chant japa without devotee association because we won't know what to chant or how to chant. But actually, when we're doing those things, it's it's very much a private time with Krishna. And what to speak of, of dhyana, meditation, which is one of our angas, that is an extremely private internal time, even if apparently we're in the same room with others. It's just us and the Lord. Of course, when we're meditating, we're also meditating on the Lord and his devotees. But... Uh, trying to just get away from the other devotees, yes, it can be very dangerous. We can say, oh, now I have an excuse to do nonsense that I don't want anyone else to see. <laughs> um, Betty? Betty's iPhone, it says. Hi Krishna Bhakti Devi. Thank you so much for a beautiful class. I just want to, you know, expand on what Adi was just saying, but I, and what you were saying, is I relish my early morning jaffa alone in the dark. <laughs> but... Um, You mentioned something that was very interesting about, um, I guess, one path that combines all the different paths. And maybe you could just clear something up for me, because to me, like bhakti yoga, you know, which is devotional service, um, how does that really, like to me, it includes all the other paths. Like, how does it really Oh, wow. I'm going to cut you off because we're running out of time. It, It does and doesn't. So there's meditation in bhakti, but it's not mechanical meditation. It's loving meditation. There's philosophical detachment in bhakti, but it's not just detachment because it also includes attachment to Krishna, which in just plain jnana yoga is not the case. In plain jnana yoga, it's just detachment. It includes karma yoga, but it's being done for Bhagavan. It's being done for the personality of Krishna out of love and not just for impersonal ramen and not with the view of my own salvation, it's done to please the Lord out of love. So although jnana, jnana, and karma are all included in bhakti, they're included in a different form and a different way than strictly jnana yoga, jnana yoga, and yoga. That's a very brief, rushed explanation. I want to get to Krishna Daya, and then we're going to be <laughs> greeting the deities. Thank you. And I'll give information about hermeneutics, an uh, email that can be distributed. Krishna Daya Prabhu? Thank you, Prabhu, for the wonderful class. At one point of the class, you are mentioning Nanda Maharaj and Yashoda, So they are in the material world, in the process of training, uh, in, uh, like in Krishna's activities, uh, if they are Siddhas, so can you please well that's what Prabhupada said in today's um, purport he said yeah, that for uh, text yes uh, what's your question yeah in the earlier purport uh, like the, the previous day's purport so they are mentioned as Nityasithas correct so that I was little bit if they are this, does, so they also undergo the training so that's No the... no they are trainers not in training Sorry there was not clear they they come with krishna and his pastimes to be trainers Oh, oh okay but of Sorry. course everybody yeah. is always advancing krishna consciousness is dynamic it's not like okay i got here and i got it and that's it you know it's always it's always going forward well, I love this note-taker here in the chat. Wow, there we go. All right, I think we have to end because we're greeting the deities there. I will send the information about hermeneutics by email, and hopefully that can be uh, distributed. Thank you very much for thank this opportunity. Srila Prabhupada, ki jai. Srimad Bhagavatam, ki jai. Madhya Soda, ki jai.